Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. The whole chapter. But we'll go straight to Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 to 27. These are the last four verses of Daniel chapter 9. Last four verses of Daniel chapter 9. I want us to read together. One, two, three, go. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make reconciliation for iniquity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto the Messiah and Prince shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. The street shall be built again and the wall even in troublous times. And after three score and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself, and the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood, and unto the end of the war desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease, and for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate, even until the consummation, and that determined, shall be poured upon the desolate. Someone said, Amen. Amen. All right. So I began sharing with you um, one of the most important prophecies in the whole Bible, and that prophecy is the 70 weeks prophecy in the book of Daniel. Now, there's a statement that I'm going to make now that I want you to understand. Um, every prophet, whoever they are, they are prone to error. They are bound to error unless they are bound by the word of God. Let me say that statement again. Every prophet, whoever they are, wherever they are, and whatever they think, they are bound to error if they are not bound by the word of God. So what I mean is, you know, prophets, they pick up things in the spirit and then they speak them out. But what protects a prophet from error is to know the scriptures, to understand the scriptures. Every prophet is bound to error unless they are bound by the word of God. Are we together so far? That's why I never say anything. That's why I never teach you anything that I can't prove in the scriptures. I pick up a lot of stuff in the spirit. There's a lot. If you went into the jungle, you'd pick up everything else that you find there. But unless you've got a clear understanding of where kangaroo is, you're going to bring us a wombat and say, I brought you what you wanted. You know, so you need to have an understanding of who is a kangaroo. When you're going to the jungle, bring us a kangaroo. That's it. 
So how do you know who is a kangaroo? You know who is a kangaroo <laughs> by the word of God. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? So in the spirit, you can download out of things. But what protects you from error is the word of God. All right. So that's why me, I take time to teach the scriptures. To take, I take time to prove to you from the scriptures. I don't just jump here, jump there. Hey, I'm a prophet. Take it from me. No. If I can't show it to you in the scriptures, don't take it. So. In this book of Daniel, we find one of the most profound prophecies in the whole of the Bible. I'm talking about the whole of the Bible. Um, um, for a reason. Seventy weeks prophecy. By Prophet Daniel. And what I'm teaching you, prophets run away from this stuff because it's hard. <laughs> it's tough stuff. They run away. That's why you really hear prophets teaching about this stuff. It's a tough stuff. I hope you can see. Can you see? Is it legible for people in PNG? Can they see? Or. Oh. The media team are trying their best to get some lighting uh, so that you can see properly. All right. So, uh, from this prophecy, there's something important that the Bible has said, which we call markers. Markers. Not markers as in M-A-C-A-S. Some of you are already thinking about McDonald's. I'm talking about you know, markers. M A. R K E R S markers, not markers. <laughs> That's why this week I have to put on a fast. <laughs> All right, Daniel chapter nine. All right, so the Bible. I gave you the background last week that this is Prophet Daniel. He's praying. He's fasting. He has been reading the Bible. He finds a prophecy by Prophet Jeremiah that the children of Israel are going to be in captivity for 70 years. So he's probably in year number 67 or 68. The 70 years are about to finish. And then he goes into prayer, a very big prayer, praying for his people, praying that God's word should not be you know, postponed, but God should fulfill his word immediately. So as he was praying, he got interrupted in his prayer by an answer. Okay? Say, so I'll get interrupted. I'll get interrupted in my prayer. In my prayer. By the answer. By the answer. Isn't that amazing? When the answer overtakes you, say yeah. Yeah. Prophetic speed. Prophetic speed. That's what we're talking about. You are busy in prayer. Oh Lord, Rika Sataba. Oh Lord, finances. As you as you say finances, you hear Tindi on your phone. You check. Money has just entered your bank account. Amen. Receive it in the matter of Jesus. Receive. That's what happened to Daniel. He's busy praying, and then he got interrupted in that prayer by the answer. The angel comes and says, hey, Daniel, I've been sent from God, and I've come to give you understanding. So verse 24, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city. And I emphasized last week that the 70-week prophecy concerns two things. Number one, we talked about the who? The Jewish nation number two this prophecy concerns what concerns the 
Holy City. Uh, this Holy City is called Sydney. No. Or Port Mosby. No. This Holy City is what? Jerusalem. Now, this is important because when we come back to the book of Revelation, it's going to help you to understand where things fit in in that book. I know people jump over the place, they talk about what, what, what. No, don't listen to that nonsense. Okay? When you understand this prophecy, you understand the book of Revelation very, very clearly without, without even an error. All right, so the 70 weeks are determined upon these two. The Jewish nation, which is Israel... Israel, and number two, the holy city, which is what? Jerusalem. All right, the seventh prophecy concerns these two. So the angel begins to explain to Daniel, 70 weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city. And we listed the things that were going to be done in those 70 weeks. Number one, we said to finish the transgression. Number two, to make an end of sins. Number three, to make reconciliation for iniquity. Number four, and to bring in everlasting righteousness. Number five, to seal up the vision. Number six, to seal up prophecy. Number seven, to anoint the holy city. So the angel says, 70 weeks. And I explained the meaning of that weeks, which in Hebrew is Shebua, and Shebua means 70. Okay? So 70... 70 is equal to how many years? 490. 490 years. Now I want you to mark these numbers because these numbers are prophetic numbers. Those numbers are prophetic numbers. That's why when uh, I think the Pharisees, they came to Jesus said, how many times should I forgive my brother? If my brother wrongs me, how many times should I forgive them? What did Jesus say? 70 70. That, that was the number he used. He used 70. 70. 70 multiplied by what? 7. How many, how many times do you forgive your brother? 490. 490 times. So these numbers are prophetic numbers. So Jesus didn't just wake up after you know, eating a pizza. Oh, 70 times 7. No. These are prophetic numbers. Someone said prophetic. Prophetic. They will shock you. If I wanted to go deep, I will shock you. But because... Uh, <clears throat> The temperature is not right. You see, I'm putting on my jumper now. The temperature is not right. I don't want to go too deep. I'll confuse you. <laughs> but, but, there's something important that I want to show you here. All right. So, when you go to verse number 25, know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem. Ah, from. So where are we starting from? Where are we starting from? What's, what's the marker number one? Remember I talked about markers, right? Marker number one. What is it? From the going forth. I think, aha. Uh -huh. From the going forth. Uh-huh. What do you say? From the going forth of the commandment. I don't know whether you're with me or I've lost you already. We're here, Papa. 
of the commandment to do what? To restore and to build. And to build. To build what? Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Not Vancouver, but Jerusalem. So from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem, to what? To what? And to, and to the Messiah, the Prince. And to another marker. Remember the word marker? Aha. Uh -huh. And what is marker number two? Messiah and Prince. And to the Messiah, the Prince. All right. So we've got marker number one there. From the going forth of the commandment, to restore and to build Jerusalem. And to this marker here, Messiah the Prince shall be how many? Give me the verse again. Alright. Shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. <laughs> how many weeks are those? From here, okay. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Now let's let Alira Mosadisha did a manda di bakazo doske montara vahasedesh keremizo. From here, from the going forth of the commandment to Messiah the Prince, what do we have? We have the first part, it says, give me the verse again. The first part says, what? Shall be seven weeks. Seven uh -huh. shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. What is the three score and two weeks? Uh, let, let me go in Zoom. I think someone is sleeping in Zoom. Pick someone who is sleeping in Zoom. <laughs> Now everyone is awake, I can see. Everyone is awake. All right. Pick one, pick someone there. Give me Sandra, Sandra there. Number 45. In the middle, right there, yep. Shalom, my daughter. Hang on. Wait. All right. Can you hear me? Can you try to speak? Can you speak? We even lost the video. Okay. Yeah. You are, now you're now you're back. Can you give us the verse again? So Sandra can see the verse. The Bible says, okay, 
from the going forth of the commandment to restore and build Jerusalem unto Messiah the prince shall be seven weeks and three score and two weeks. What is the three score and two weeks? How many weeks are those? Seven weeks. Seven weeks? Yes. Three score and two weeks? How many weeks are those? Three score and two weeks. Five. Five. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Let's give it a go to someone. Thank you so much. Let's go to someone. Let's go to someone. Now that people are not lifting up their hands, I'll pick myself. Just give me the zoom. Yeah. Ah, Apostle Ali is coming to the rescue of everyone. <laughs> yes, what is the three score and two weeks? 62. 62. All right, let's clap hands for Apostle Ali. 62. Now, three score. Let's begin with the score. What is the score? Score is 20. Three score, it means three multiplied by what? Three multiplied by 20. 20. That's a three score, which is how many? 60. 60. And then it has three score and what? Two weeks. Two weeks. So 60 plus 2 equals 62 weeks. Are you following me so far? So 3 score is 60 and 2 weeks equals how many weeks? 62 two weeks. But remember we already started with what? 7 weeks, 3 score and 2 weeks. So 7 plus 62 equals what? 69. Someone say 69. 69. So this whole period, this whole period here equals 69 weeks. Alright. So from the going forth of the commandment to rebuild Jerusalem to Messiah the prince shall be a total of what? 69 weeks. Alright, now let's convert that to years. Remember, let's convert that to years. What is 69 weeks in years? Remember, 70, 70 weeks is 490 and 69 weeks in years, it's how many years? Get someone in Zoom. That's why some people, they say, me, I don't like being in Zoom because Papa picks on us. <laughs> they hide on Facebook. I'm coming after you on Facebook as well. Let me see. Diana, can you go back? Number 34 at the bottom there. Shalom. Shalom is 483, Papa. Excellent. Let's clap hands for her. Let's clap hands for her. 
It's 483 years. So, from the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem and to Messiah the Prince. Who is the Messiah the Prince? Who are we talking about? Who is Messiah the Prince? <laughs> Who is Messiah the Prince? Can someone lift up your hand? Talatala Ropate. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait. Yes, can you hear me? Oh, yes, Papa. Yes, who is Messiah the Prince? It's Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Excellent. Let's clap hands for him. <laughs> Messiah the Prince is Jesus Christ. All right. So, from the going forth of the commandment to rebuild Jerusalem, okay, to restore and rebuild Jerusalem. Remember, the, Jew, the Jewish people are now in captivity. Uh, Jerusalem has been broken. The walls have been broken. There's no one there. It's, it's a desolate, totally desolate. Now, the, uh, the angel is making Daniel to understand that from the time this commandment shall go out to where now we got the Messiah, the prince, it shall be 483 years. But those 483 years, they have been broken down into weeks. But remember, we are starting with what? What are we starting with? 70 weeks. So far, we've handled how many weeks? Ah, now I'm losing you. How many weeks have, have we dealt with so far? 69, 69 weeks. So these things are 69 weeks. But it means we still have got what? One week. Are you following me so far? One week. Now, one week, where is it coming in? Remember, it's 70 weeks determined upon the Jewish people and upon the holy city. And the Bible gave us five things. Five things. That, I mean, seven things that must be done in those 70 weeks. Number one, it was to finish the transgression. Number two, to make an end of sins. Number three, to make reconciliation uh, of iniquity. Number four, to bring in everlasting righteousness. Number five, to seal up the vision. Number six, to seal up prophecy. And number seven, to anoint the most holy. How many weeks? Seventy. So which means here, if this is 69, we need to add one more what? Marker there. To make one week. Someone say one week. One week. Mm -hmm. So this is what? One week. So this is the end of the prophecy. That's the 20th week. Are we together so far? Yes, we are. Or have I confused you? So far, we have accounted for 69 weeks. From the commandment to when the Messiah, the Prince, appears, it's how many weeks? 69 weeks. But for all the things to be completed, we need 70 weeks. So we are still remaining with what? One more week here that we haven't talked about. Are we together so far? Yes. All right. Now we are becoming very, very learned in prophecy. I'm telling you, you can never miss prophecy again after this. Are you following me so far? Oh, yes. 
Alright. So, so, our first assignment is to find out when was the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem given. That's our first assignment. That's our first job. Alright, give me Ezra chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. Ezra chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. Ezra chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. Alright, 1, 2, 3, go. Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him an house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Who is there among you of all this people? His God be with him. And let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. He is the God which is in Jerusalem. Verse 4. And whosoever remaineth in any place where he so yearneth, let the men of his place help him with silver and with gold, and with goods, and with beasts, beside the free will offering for the house of God that is in Jerusalem. All right. So, the first question that we need to ask ourselves, the first question, what was the commandment that the, the angel talked about? The commandment from the what? Going forth of the commandment to restore and to build what? Jerusalem. Now, from the passage that we've just read in the book of Ezra, chapter uh, 1, verse 2 to 4, is that the decree, is that the commandment that the angel is referring to? Give me someone in the Zoom. Is that the commandment the Bible is referring to? <laughs> lift your hand if you know the answer if you know one is lifting their hand I'll just pick myself <laughs> at that time when the whole zoom is quiet that's when you know you've gone too deep it's time to close the service Ah, it's not me. It's the media team who have picked you, Jonathan. Not sure, but I think it is. Not sure, but you think it is. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for that. All right. Are you with me so far? I don't know whether you are hearing me. How many years are one week? How many years are these? How many years are one week? This is seven years. One week equals how many years? 
Seven years. All right. One week equals seven years. All right. So if you add 483 years plus the seven years, we come back to what? 490 years. So we, we, we are doing very good mathematically. All right. So the Bible says from the going forth of the commandment to rebuild Jerusalem. Now when we looked at the uh, decree that was made in the book of Ezra. Okay, Ezra chapter 1. Ezra, 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 Ezra. Can you give me the passage again? Ezra chapter 1. Ezra chapter 1. Watch this. Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, the Lord God of heaven hath given me all kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Is that decree to build and restore Jerusalem or to build the house of God? What is the response? <laughs> what is your response? Give me Christina, number 22. Now that people are not lifting their hands, I'll just start picking myself. Yes. Okay, Papa, do you mind to put it up again and then can you let me know what is the question again? One more time. All right. I want you to notice that verse. The Lord God of heaven hath given me all kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him an house at Jerusalem is that decree to do with the building Jerusalem or building the house of God in Jerusalem building the house of God in Jerusalem all right you are right let's clap hands for her very good uh, I don't know whether you are hearing me. Should I even bother going deep or I should just leave this stuff? Teach us, prophet. I should continue? Yes. Are you sure? Teach us. Okay. Can you turn this thing so we can go to the other side? Move it. Our brains are trying to catch up with kingdom mathematics, prophet. <laughs> I can imagine. Praise the name of Jesus. So we found it, decree number one. Now that decree, who is the king giving the decree? What's the name of the king? The Baba has given us the name of the king, of the king there. Thus saith Cyrus, king of what? Persia. He gave a decree. And the year when he gave the decree was in 537 BC. Okay? And we have said this is not the what? The decree we are looking for. X. Uh -huh. They mark you X. Means you have, you, that's not the right one. Now, there's another decree we find in the book of Ezra chapter 6. Ezra chapter 6, verses, give me 1 to 12. We're going to just jump here and there. Decree number two is found in the book of Ezra, chapter 6, 
verses 1 to 12. Ezra chapter 6, verses 1 to 12. Ah, me, I want to be a prophet. Uh, mathematics. So if you run away from mathematics, don't even think about becoming a prophet. <laughs> All right, I want you to see. Then he decreed the king made a... Uh, then he Darius, the king made a what? Decree. A decree. Aha! Then Darius, the king made a decree. So we also find another king there. What's his name? Darius. He made a decree. And the search was made in the house of Rose where the treasures were laid up in Babylon. Aha! Next. And there was found at Akmeta in the palace that is in the province of Maids a roll wherein was a record thus written. Give me verse 5 because of time. Ah, okay. No, continue. Three. No, it's okay. Just continue. We'll go all the way to verse 5. In the face of Cyrus the king, the same Cyrus the king made a decree concerning the house of God. I just am let the house be builded and the place where they offered sacrifices and let the foundations thereof be strongly laid, the height thereof three score cubits and the breadth thereof three score cubits. So we see that this king, I don't know, I will not even finish the reading the whole thing, but this king is referring to the same decree that was given when? By Cyrus in 537 what? B.C. Are we together so far? Yes. So this king is referring to the same what? Decree. So therefore, we also give him what? X. Number three. Let's go to number three. Let's go to Ezra chapter 7. Verse 11 to 26. Keep taking notes. Because you have to read those later on. Ezra chapter 7, verse 11 to 26. Now, this is the copy of the letter that the king Artaxerxes gave unto Ezra, the priest. So we find another king there. What's his name? Artaxerxes. I know some of you when reading your Bible, you just jump all these things. <laughs> you just skip over them. At Azexus, what did he say? He gave a letter to Ezra. He sent him somewhere, all right? Even a scribe of the words of the commandment of the Lord and of his statutes to Israel. Mm -hmm. At Azexus, king of kings, and to Ezra, the priest, a, a scribe of the law of God of heaven, perfect peace, and at such a time. I make a decree that all they of the people of Israel and of his priests and Levites in my realm which are, which are minded of their own free will to go up to Jerusalem, go with thee. For as much as thou art sent of the king and of the seven counselors to inquire concerning Judah and Jerusalem according to the law of thy God which is in thine hand. And to carry the silver and God which the king and his counselors gave freely offered unto God of Israel, whose habitation is in Jerusalem. And all the silver and God that thou canst find in all the province of Babylon with the free offering of the people and of the priest offering willingly for the house. Now mark that. It's for the what? 
for the house of their God which is in Jerusalem. So we find another decree there by a king called Artaxerxes. But that decree is also concerning what? The house of God which is where? So we also give them what? X. So as you can see, the first decree was about the house. Are you with me so far? The second decree also concerned what? The house of God. The third decree also concerned what? The house of God. Now, which year was this? When did Artaxerxes uh, give that decree? It was in 458 BC. <laughs> I know you are used to years coming from 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Now when you're on the other side, when years are moving 5, 4, 3, 2, you go, ah, ah, what's happening? Yeah, in the BC, remember it's what? And what does BC mean? What does BC mean? Give me someone in, in, in that one there. Ross number one, number 65, right there. Number the first one there. Aha, uh -huh, that one. Yes, what does BC mean? Before Christ. Before Christ. Excellent. So now we were 537 years before Christ. Now we've come to only 458 years before Christ, before Jesus is born. My goodness, this is amazing. So the time the, prophet, the time the prophet Daniel was writing these prophecies, it was so many years before Christ came. Are you following me so far? Now we've moved to where we are picking up all these numbers before the coming of Christ. All right. So this decree is not the one that we're looking for. So we have to keep looking. Now let's look at another. Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 5 to 18. Nehemiah chapter 2, verses 5 to 18. We find another king there. Mm -hmm. All right. And I said unto the king, if it please the king, and if the servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou wouldest send me unto Judah, unto the city of my father's scriptures, that I may build it. Ah, wait a minute. Did you see that? He's asking to be sent to Jerusalem to build the what? The city that I may build it unto the city of my father's sepulchres. In other words, where my father's graves are. I want to go and build it. Aha, uh -huh. now, next. And the king said unto me, the queen also sitting by him, for how long shall thy journey be? And when will thou return? So it pleased the king to send me, and I set him a time. Mm -hmm. Verse 7. Moreover, I said unto the king, Phibris the king, let, let us be given to me, uh, given me to the governors beyond the river that they may convey me over till I come to Judah. All right, let's skip because of time. Uh, that was verse what? Okay, eight. Let me read eight. And a letter unto us of the keeper of the king's forest. No, eight. Give me the eight. Uh -huh. that he may give me timber to make beams for the gates of the palace which, are pet which pertain unto the house and for the wall uh -huh. and for what? 
for the wall of the city and for the house that I shall enter into. And the king granted me according to the good hand of my God upon me. Let's go to verse 17. My goodness. I told you this is the school of the spirit. This is not a ceremony. <laughs> it's a training in a prophecy. Then he said I unto them, You see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lieth west, and the gates thereof are bent with fire. Come, let us build up the wall of Jerusalem, that we may be no more a reproach. Verse number 18. Then I told them of the hand of my God which was good upon me, also as also the king's words that he had spoken unto me, and they said, Let us rise and build. So they strengthened their hands with uh, for, for this good work. Ah now who is the king there? The king's name is called Atazexes Longi. Manas. Are you with me so far? What's the name? Atasexes Longi Manas. Which year was it? He gave the decree in 445 BC. What was the purpose? To restore and what? Rebuild. the city. Is this the decree we're looking for? The answer is yes. Tick. We give it a tick. When was it given? 445 BC. So if we go back to that diagram, can you help me? Let's go back to our humble diagram. Can you come and help me with this? I want to go back to the diagram. Now you are learning prophecy. <laughs> prophecy is very difficult. <laughs> are you being blessed or we should close the service right now? We're being blessed. Are you learning something? Oh, yes. All right. So, from the decree that was given, which year was it? 445 BC. Are we together so far? Yes. 445 BC. From this year to Messiah, the priest, shall be how many years? 483 years. Alright. So which year is this? <laughs> Hey, which year is that? Because from here, 445 BC, to there, we know it's 483 years, but which year shall this be? Mm. So how are we going to do the mathematics there? How do we know which year it was? Who can show me the formula to find which year was this?
who can show me the formula to know which year this was? Which year was this? If you don't give me the answer, we are closing the service right now. Very, eh, very is here to rescue the whole pack, I'm telling you. Come to our rescue, Veli. I will try, Papa. Hang on, hang on, can hang on. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you now. Okay. I think it's minus 445 plus 483. Is that correct? Minus 445 plus 483. What year do we find? 38. Do, do, do your calculation now on the phone. Do, use a calculator. Uh, so I do 0 minus 445 plus 483, which gives me 38. Um, <clears throat> it gives you what? 38. 38. So what is the answer? According to the calculator, it's 38. 38 years. Okay. So this seat, this, 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 where are we? Mandiriyanoskorova. 38. Yes. All right. Are we together so far? Are you following me? We're following. Oh, I've lost you somewhere. Are you following me? I've lost you somewhere. Yes. Ha, 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 ha. Someone say yes. 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 Someone say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. So. We're going to continue doing our mathematics until we find the answer. Someone say, go deeper. Go deeper. Go deeper, prophet. Go deeper, prophet. All right. So, when was Jesus born? Rata mama sete rite meke bedoska talahazo doshka valakuza manderi de desketeso lakuzko. Can I go one level deeper now? Oh, yes. All right. So, we worked out something very important that from there to there, we found how many years? 483 years. Now, there's something that I want us to pick up which is important. In the days when these numbers were being given to Daniel, okay, a year, one year, had 360 days. One year, how many days? 360 days. 
One year had 360 days. How different is that from our years today? Five days. Huh? Five days. Our years today, it's how many? 365 days. But in the days of Daniel, how many days made one year? 360, 360 days. So, how many days are in 483 years? I'm going very deep in prophecy now, I know. You are learning things that you've never heard before. This is big. How many, how many days are those? Who has done the mathematics? Uh -huh. Yes, son, help us. 173,880. 173,880 days. 173,880 days. So do you know what happens here? Do you know what happens here? When you do the days, days calculations, you find that the day when the Messiah, to this day, I'm talking about day, not year, but what? Day. Ah, you are not even hearing what I'm talking about. Teach us. Can I go deeper? Go deeper, prophet. When we, when we continue counting the weeks, or I mean from 445 BC, do you know that the years don't go to 0 BC? <laughs> Did you know that? That the year don't go to 0 BC. The year finished when Jesus was born. Remember the years before who? Christ. We are counting before who? So when was Christ born? When was Christ born? My son here, Daniel, is saying, Papa, I'm not hearing a thing at all. <laughs> Everything just going pew, pew, pew. When was Christ born? Christ was born about 4 BC. So from 4 BC to 0 BC, how many years are those? Some say five years. Five years. Are you... Is that correct? So 4 BC, 3 BC, 2 BC, 1 BC, 1 BC. How many years are those? Five. Someone say five. Five. So the way they calculated the years here, they also remove what? Five. So we found that if we just do mathematics, straight mathematics from this year to this year, uh, this one year, we find how many years? 38. But from 38, we must also subtract, subtract how many years? Five years. Because when Jesus was born, they stopped counting 4 BC, 3 BC, 2 BC. It can't be 2 BC before Christ when Christ is already what? He's already born. So they switched the years 
to start counting one after Christ. So when we say AD, this is BC, that is after Christ was born, you say what? AD. Someone say AD. 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 Okay, Anno Domini, and after the birth of Christ. So here we find 38 minus 5, how many years? Someone say 33 years. 33 years. So we know that when the Messiah, from, from the decree to Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Prince, aha, uh -huh, it means here, this year, this year must have been what? 33 AD. Not 33 BC, but 33 what? AD. AD. Are you following so far? If we do straight mathematics, we find how many years? 38 years. But we pick up something that, no, the years were before Christ and Jesus was born in about 4 BC. If Jesus was born in 4 BC, it means we must subtract 5 years. Why? Because 4 BC, 3 BC, 2 BC, 1 BC, 0 BC, and then year number 1. Those are 5 years. 5 years less 38, we find what? 33 AD. Aha. Uh -huh. So, how do we arrive at that? We arrive at that, why? Because when Jesus, the Messiah, the Prince, what does it mean? When Jesus presented himself to the Jewish nation as the Messiah, the Prince. Ah, you are not following what I'm saying. When Jesus presented himself as the Messiah, the Prince to the Jewish nation, it was in year 33 AD. How do we know that? When Jesus was born and he began his ministry, he began ministering in, uh, how many years was Jesus in ministry? Huh? Three and a half years. Jesus was ministering for what? Three and a half years. Are you following me so far? Yes. All right. So he died at what age? How old was he when he died? He was 33 and a half years old. Ah, now you're understanding. He was 33 and a half years old. He only ministered for what? Three and a half years. And then he died. So he started ministering at the age of what? 30. I don't know whether you're following me. He began ministering at the age of what? 30. Ministered for three and a half years, died. Which means he was about what? 33 years of age. Now, why is this day so important, this day? Remember the prophecies from the going forth of the commandment in, 44, in 445 BC to Messiah the Prince. We've worked out it's how many days? 173,880 days. Now, if you go into history, you are going to find the exact dates. Someone say exact dates. Exact dates. One more time, say exact dates. Exact dates. When all these events took place. Say, uh-oh. Uh-oh. One more time, say, uh-oh. Uh-oh. What are the exact dates? They have found out that actually this decree in, 44, in, 40, in 445 BC was given on the 10th of March. 10th of March, 445 BC. Ah, someone say, ah. Uh -huh. And then, Jesus presented himself to Jerusalem as Messiah the Prince exactly on 6 April. 6th April. 
I don't know whether you're following me. 6th April 28 AD. When you work out how many days between these two, it's 173,880 days to the dot. Now, which day is this? You remember when Jesus came to Jerusalem riding on a donkey? You remember that day? He was riding on a what? On a donkey. What did he say? I don't know whether you are following me. I've lost you somewhere. You are too quiet. Now you are suspects. You are now suspects. <laughs> I know your heads are trying to calculate and get the answers. You are too quiet. Let me give you one or two verses and then we are done. Why is that important? It's important. Stay with me for a moment. What I'll show you now, it's very, very important. Very, very important. And then after that, we are done. After that, we are done. After that, we are done. Someone say, uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. I want to give you one verse, and then I'll explain something. There's a question about 28 AD um, and the 33 AD there. Let, let me explain that, and then we are done. I want to give you one verse, and then we are done for today. It's too much. Someone said it's too much profit. It's too much profit. <laughs> so when people said, did you go to church? Tell them, no, it wasn't a church. It was a school of prophecy. Just give me a moment. Let me give you the verse, and then we are done. Give me Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21. Verses 1 to 11. Matthew 21. Verses 1 to 11. All right. I want us to read that passage. One, two, three, go. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem, and were come to Bethphage, unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway ye shall find an ass tied, and a colt with her. Loose them, and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, ye shall say, The Lord hath need of them, and straightway he will send them. All this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughter of Sion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass, and a colt, the fowl of an ass. 
And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. And brought the ass and the colt and put on them their clothes and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And when he was come into Jerusalem, all the city was moved, saying, Who is this? And the multitude said, This is Jesus, the prophet of Nazareth of Galilee. Someone said, yes. Yes. Now, there's something that's happening in that passage, okay? That Jesus, Jesus presents himself to the Jewish people as the Messiah, the Prince. That is a very important verse. Why? Because before that time, he used to refuse. Each time people wanted to make him a king, he would run away. Am I right? Yeah, he would run away. So if you go to John chapter uh, 6, Okay, John chapter 6, verses 14 and 15. I'll just give you an instance where he ran away from being recognized as the king. All right. I want us to read together. One, two, three, go. Then those men when they had seen the miracle that Jesus did, said, This is of a truth, that prophet, that should come into the world. When Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king, he departed again into a mountain himself alone. All right. So you see that Jesus had just performed a miracle of the feeding, okay, of 5,000 5, people, all right? And they wanted to make him a king. They said, of the truth, this is that prophet that should come into the world. When Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force, by force to make him a king, what did he do? He departed again unto the mountain by what? Himself alone. He ran away. So Jesus refused to be recognized as a king. But on this day, the one we read in Matthew, I don't know whether you're following me. On the day we read in what? Matthew. Jesus arranges for the disciples to go and get a donkey so that he could ride on it. All right? And when he rode on the donkey, he came to Jerusalem and the Bible says he wept over the city. All right? And I don't know whether you're hearing me. And the Bible says it was fulfilled that was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell ye the daughters of, of Zion, Behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass, and a court of four of an ass. 
and the disciples went and did Jesus what Jesus commanded and when Jesus sat on the on the donkey the multitude spread their garments on the way others cut down branches from the trees and destroyed them in the way and the multitude that went before and that followed cried saying hosanna to the son of david blessed is he that cometh in the name of the lord hosanna in the highest and when he was come to jerusalem all the city was moved and what have you but now remember the pharisees what did they say rebuke rebuke what your disciples they should not sing this song. I don't know whether you are following me. I've lost you somewhere. You are too quiet now. Are you still following? We're following. Can you show me a Zoom if, I'm, if I still have got people in the Zoom? Are you still there? I've lost you somewhere. <laughs> are you still there? Can you show me PNG if I still have got PNG? I've also lost them. Are you still following? Yes, we are following. Are you sure? Yes, Papa, we are following. Or too much mathematics? Go deeper. <laughs> you want me to go deeper? Go deeper, Papa. All right. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for that. Someone say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. One more time, say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I know I've gone very deep. But bear with me just for a moment, and then I'll be done, okay? I just want to show you something. I want to show you something. Go to Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19. Verse 36. To 40. And then we are finishing. Don't worry. I'll go through these years again next week so I can clarify some of the years I can show you nicely. Uh, I understand some, some years are not making sense. Is that correct? You're trying to wake out your maths. But don't worry. I'll simplify it for you next week. Okay? You remind me next week I'll simplify it for you again so your, your brains can. Uh -huh. I think Vera is getting it. Vera is getting what I'm talking about. Praise the name of Jesus. All right. All right. Let's go to Luke. Luke chapter 19, verse 37 to 40. I want to follow this. And as he went, they spread their clothes in the way. All right. We are okay with that. Mm -hmm. And when he was come nigh, even now, at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen. Okay, we're okay with that. 38. Saying, Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some, mark this, and some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. Why should Jesus rebuke the disciples? It is because they knew that Jesus is not the king. Are you following me? In their understanding, they knew Jesus was not the king. And they are saying, Jesus, your disciples are speaking.
speaking blasphemy. Why are they saying, Hosanna, is it that cometh in the name of the Lord? Why? Rebuke them. Jesus says, no, 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 no. This thing has to come to pass. If I rebuke them, listen to this. Even the stones are going to rise up and begin to cry, Hosanna, is it that cometh in the name of the Lord? And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones should immediately cry out. Which day are we talking about? We're talking about 6th of April. Someone say 6th of April. Say 6th of April. 6th of April. This day. When Jesus entered Jerusalem. This day. So Jesus entered. Entered what? Jerusalem. Jesus entered Jerusalem on a donkey. Jesus entered Jerusalem on a what? A donkey. So the angel told Daniel, from the day the commandment goes forth to the Jesus Messiah, the prince, we've come to the end of 69 weeks. From that day to this day, Jesus entered Jerusalem. And we know that it was how many, how many days later that Jesus was crucified? How many days later? Some say four days. Four days later. Literally four days later. Jesus was what? Crucified. Now, in other words, when we come to the death of Christ, from, I mean, when we come to the day Jesus entered Jerusalem here, We've come to the end of all the 69 weeks. We are remaining with how many weeks? One week. How many years? Seven years. Remember the prophecy. The prophecy was to finish sins. Am I right? I don't know whether you're following me. I've lost you somewhere. It was how many weeks? 70 weeks. How many weeks have we covered so far? 69 weeks. We covered it. The prophecy was for 70 weeks. We've covered how many weeks? 69 weeks. How many weeks are we remaining with? Seven. One week, which is how many years? Seven years. We are there. We are there. Someone say we are there. We are there. Now, do you know what has happened now? Do you know what has happened? From there to there, we haven't started yet the last one week. So what has happened here? This one here has turned out to become a big gap. Someone say big gap. Big gap. Question mark. What is this big gap? Here. We are told it's 70 weeks, but we have accounted for 69 weeks to where the Messiah enters, enters Jerusalem. We've come there, and we are still remaining with the last what? One week, which we don't know. We don't know when shall that one week be. There's a big gap. Someone say big gap? Big gap. Uh-huh. Do you know what is in the gap? Do you know what is in the gap? I should go deeper. Do you know what is in the gap? 
Someone said the church. The church. The church age. The whole church age is in that gap there. Because when you look at prophecy, when the Antichrist comes, when the Antichrist comes, the Bible says he shall confirm. I don't know whether you are hearing me at all. Let's go back to Daniel. I know I've overloaded you, but I'm sorry. You know, uh, who is following? Show me people in Zoom. I've got a few people following in Zoom. Praise the Lord. They are survivors. <laughs> I think PNG is also following, which is good. Are you there? Give me Daniel again where we started from. Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9. Jay and Carla, they are also following. Praise the Lord. <laughs> powerful, 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 powerful. All right, Daniel chapter 9. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon thy holy city to finish the transgression, number one. Number two, to make an end of sins. Number three, to make reconciliation for iniquity. Number four, to bring in everlasting righteousness. Number five, to seal up the vision. Number six, to seal up prophets. Number seven, to anoint the most holy. How many weeks? Seventy weeks. And then verse number 25, we are counting now for 69 weeks. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem, which was in 445 BC, okay, and to the prince, and to the Messiah, the prince, when Jesus shall present himself to the Jewish people as their king, shall be 69 weeks. Of course, I've given seven weeks and three score and two. So there's a breakdown there. So don't worry about the years I've given you. I'll, I'll write it nicely for you in a table that you can get on a, on a picture. Is that okay? Is that a good idea? I will send you this thing in a nice picture, which is computerized so that you can follow the years. Wave at me if that's okay. Okay, excellent. So forget about everything I've given you. All right? Because some of you, I, I lost you somewhere. But it's okay. All right. So unto Messiah the prince shall be what? Two weeks. And then 60, 62 weeks. Am I right? Oh, two and then 67. Yeah. Can you give me the, 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 the verse again? Aha, uh -huh. shall be okay. Seven weeks and sixty-two weeks. The street shall, the street shall be what? Shall be what? Built again, and the war even in what? Troublous times. All right. Okay. And after three score and two weeks, after three score and two weeks, shall the Messiah be what? Cut off. Remember, Jesus enters the city here. He enters the city here. He presents himself as what? The Messiah, riding on a donkey. What happens four days later? He is killed. He is cut off. I don't know whether you are following me. We are following. He is cut off. Okay, give me the verse again. 
the Messiah is cut off. Aha. Uh -huh. The Messiah is cut off, but not for himself. But and the people of the prince that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary and the end thereof shall be with the flood. And unto the end of the war, desolations are determined. So Jesus dies and then later on, Jerusalem is destroyed. I'll give you all those things in a table and then I'll explain again nicely next week. So it means next week we are still stuck with the 70 week. I told you I can teach this thing for the, for the whole year. Didn't I say so? I said it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff for me to break this thing down for you to understand. Because once you understand this, no one can cheat you again about the book of Revelation. The whole book of Revelation is the one that I'm teaching you now here. Someone say yes. Yes. Now what do we learn from here? God is precise. Someone say precise. Precise. Precision. Very, very important. Because some people just say, ah, no, the Bible says the Jewish people shall go back. Now, what is it talking about? Is it talking about the temple or is it talking about the war? The commandment was very precise. From the going forth of the commandment to restore and to rebuild what? Jerusalem, not the temple. So anything that talked about the temple is not the one that we're looking at. But only the one that talked about what? The Jerusalem as a city. That's the one that we're interested in. God is a precise God. He's very, very precise in the way he says these things. And I've shown you here mathematically, literally, that it was 173 days, 173,880 days to the exact day when Jesus came riding on a donkey, showing himself that he's the king to Jerusalem. But they rejected him, and then the Messiah was cut off. <laughs> and then sure enough, in 70 AD, the Romans came. Remember, the people of the prince that shall what? Shall come. I will show you that next week. The people of the prince that shall come, they shall destroy the city. And exactly it happened in 70 AD. Jerusalem was destroyed. But remember, this one week here, the seven days, we haven't touched them. They are still there. They are still intact. Well, I mean, these seven years here. One week, seven years. We haven't touched them. They are still intact. And those are the years which I'll be dealing with next year. Someone say, I mean, not next year. When, when should I teach you? Next year? Say next week. Next week. Say next week. Next week. Are, we, are, you, are you together with me so far? Well, I've lost you again. Someone said the gap. The gap. Someone said the gap. The gap. How do we know that there's a gap? We know that there's a gap because from when Jesus died to today, how many years is it? Yeah? Approximately how many years? 2,000 years. So if you were dealing with only 490 years, we, already, we have already clocked what? 2,000. It means somewhere, somehow, the mathematics are not adding up. Are you with me so far? Say yes, we understand. Yes, we understand. All right. So the maths is not adding up. There's something that's happening here, which we call the gap, and that's the church age. So you and me, you and me, I'm talking about you and me, are where in that church age, in that gap there? <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. I'll continue next week. I'm, uh, let me not confuse you further. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. Say, O oh Lord. 
Oh Lord. I thank you. I thank you for your precision. For your precision about my life. About my life. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Fulfill. Fulfill every word. Every word you have spoken. You have spoken concerning my life. Concerning my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of. Thank you for listening. To keep in touch with our ministry, visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international. It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom.